Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sessions with Cat, the podcast. Um, we're here. It's another Friday. It's another glorious weekend. It is raining here, but it feels good outside. And I think, you know, the earth needed this rain, especially down, you know, we're down here where it's really hot in South Carolina. Um, before we get started, are you guys staying hydrated? How's your week been? Are you being kind to yourself? Have you been kind to yourself? Have you been patient with yourself? We're going to be practicing mindfulness from here on out. So be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. You deserve it. So some updates before we get into our chit chat. I have an event on the 26th in the Greenville area. It's the 80s event. I will be posting that information on my Instagram. So if you're in the area, come see me. <laughs> um, also, if you are signed up for my newsletter, you got some um, discounts sent to you. So check those out. And if you're not signed up, why haven't you signed up? I'm judging now, right? Um, you can sign up and I'll send you the discounts as well. You have to be signed up for the newsletter in order to receive it. Um, It's one of the perks. Uh, And other than that, I did push out a YouTube video today um, of a deck review. um, One of my favorite indie artists. So um, go check that out. Now let's get into the podcast. And I'm sure y'all like what this bitch gonna talk about today. Well, we're gonna talk about shadow work. Specifically, the inner child, the inner teenager, and the inner adult. So we're going to talk about the layers of shadow work as it relates to those three layers. There's more layers to it, but the work that you're doing on yourself is either going to affect that inner child, that inner teen, or that inner adult. And it really depends on where you are in in your life, okay? So let's get into it so I'm gonna use myself as an example um, because I don't want to break uh, confidentiality agreements uh, in regards to my clients so I'm gonna use myself as an example because this is the type of work that I do on myself not just for my clients okay so let's talk about it you hear a lot about people doing inner child work right you're going to always hear it. Look, we got to heal the inner child. You got to pay attention to the inner child. Um, eventually, that inner child becomes a teenager. Now, I'm going to tell you, your inner child is soft and sweet. It's um, scared, right? And then you get to a point where you've healed that part of you. However, you don't want to tackle the next part because you're, you're afraid of it. And I'll get into that. But your inner child is, is a lot easier to heal easier to coax that part of you back right um treat it like a soul retrieval you're you're bringing pieces of you back like you're uh, becoming whole inner child is typically easier to heal depending on the level of trauma that you've experienced in your childhood so it's easy to heal that part of it however nowadays we're smothering that part of us the inner child is already healed. 
it's time to face the inner teenager. But no one really wants to touch that part because it's dark, it's heavy, it feels toxic. That's because your inner teenager is angry, pissed off at everyone and everything, okay? So I don't know about y'all, but when I was a teenager and all the trauma that I went through, uh, up until about the age of 16, uh, nope, 17, the, 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 all of my teenage years, the, you know, well, not, well, not all of it, um, up to about 17, I was pissed off, angry, um, everything, I was mean, I was a bitch because of what I was going through, and it made me hard, it made me bitter, it, I was hurting, so when you get to that point where you're doing inner teamwork, you're facing a monster, an emo monster at that. And you're like, I don't want to touch that, so let me keep healing the inner child. No, mm-mm, we, can't, we can't smother that part of us because then it's almost, you could break that inner child again, Okay. You get that inner child to, you know, heal to a point where it can now kind of come back into oneness with you. And then you move into that inner teamwork. For myself, I am at the point where I'm moving from inner teen to inner adult. I've come to that point. I've recognized that in my shadow work, in my healing journey over numerous years. Where I am right now, I'm moving from inner teen to inner adult. I'm not quite an inner adult yet. I have one more step to take, but we'll get to that. Um, I'm going to tell you what it's like facing that inner teen, because that's the part I actually want to focus on, um, because I can't focus on the inner adult because I'm not there yet. I can't, I can't give you information on what I haven't tackled yet. But I can imagine, and based off of what spirit is telling me, it's going to be a little bit easier to handle the inner adult versus the inner child and the inner teen. Your inner teen is the hardest part to move through because that is where you are the most hurt. That is where the most suffering, the most grief, you name it, is existing, right? Especially because our hormones are haywire during that time. And then top of that with trauma, right? That's the toughest block to get through. And you can spend years on it. Years, okay? Inner child, you can spend anywhere from, you know, a few months to a year or two. Inner teen, years, years. Because even though, I mean, we're only looking at teenage years. So from the age of 13 to 19, right so that's six years that feels like 60 it could feel like 600 right we have to like understand that about ourselves that that is the toughest block we went through in our lifetime that's not discounting the the childhood trauma it's just when you get to that teamwork because it's it's probably unresolved still there's still some hurt okay so what I would recommend, and you guys know, I always give you what I recommend so that you can 
heal yourself through this um, is a soul retrieval. Now, this morning, I myself went in to check on my inner team because we it, it is a soul retrieval process. That part of me is still stuck there, right? Well, not anymore, but I'll get to that. But it's, it was stuck there and I could see what was holding her. It was holding her by her hair, by her neck, and by her ankle. And the most stress was being on the being held by her hair. And I approached her nervously, but I approached her because I could see how angry I was, how hurt I was. I could see that pain, but also recognize that I did a lot of healing work, setting a lot of boundaries and I wanted her to know that I created a safe space for her to be in. So when she laid eyes on me, and this is me looking at that version of me, that error of me, she goes, we made it because you're me. I said, yeah, this is the older version. And she's like, we made it. I said, yeah, we made it. We're going to, our birthday's next week. I'll be 39. And she looked at me in such shock because we didn't think we would make it past 16. That's how dark it was, right? I did not think that I would make it past 16. So she's looking at me and she's like, yeah, you're going to have to prove to me how we made it. You have to prove to me that it's a safe space for me to be in because she had become accustomed to being stuck. And this is where those feelings of being stuck come from. If you can, you know, roll back into your memory, into your your traumatic experience, not necessarily dwell there, but just look at it. You can see that energy will mirror what you're dealing with now, okay? And she had become accustomed to it. Being stuck had become a safe space for her to just linger in, even though it was painful, right? So I explained to her. I said, girl, we set all kinds of boundaries. We did all types of healing. We made it through college. Girl, we was a, we, we were a um, controller at a uh, automotive company. We were, you know, we did things. We run a business now, girl. We help people heal. And she's looking at me. She's like, what? I said, yeah, we ha- we set boundaries. Someone crosses us, we're done. We are not lingering in any type of hurt. Yeah, we had some experiences along the way. But we made it. Because we've learned. We've learned. And we're growing. And we're not holding this pain. And I let her know that we're not holding pain. We're holding the lesson, but we're not holding pain. So it is not a painful place, a painful space for her to be in. It is comfortable to a certain degree, obviously, right? We're always going to experience something, but it's safe for her to move into that. So in regards to chakra work, if you're going to be working on your inner child or your inner team, your inner child is going to be in uh, your root in sacral. 
lots of feelings, lots of emotions, okay? Your inner teen is going to be in your sacral and your solar plexus. It's the all three of those lower ones, okay? A little bit of heart, but it's mostly um, in your solar plexus and sacral, okay? You're going to be experiencing um, energetic loss. It's going to feel like you have no energy, like you're drained because um, your emotions are overwhelming and it's overpowering and it's, it's draining your energy. So you're like, you just feel spent. Okay. And, um, you'll know when you're coming out of that because your energy will come back and it'll feel like it's coming back for good. Okay. But I had to let her know we were in a safe space. I had to let her know that we set boundaries. I had to let that part of me know that it is okay to come home. And once she realized, after I explained to her all the things that we accomplished, right? It took a little bit. It took about a good hour explaining everything, you know. She goes, okay, I'm ready. She was no longer angry. She was ready to heal. So what I did was, it was my duty to cut her free at the ankle. And what was holding her was ancestral energy. And if you know me, and you'll hear me talk about it, on my maternal side, on my mom's side, they were pissed. They're like, not this bitch here to take more from us. And I'm like, um, she don't belong to you. She belong to me. Right? And I'm thinking in my head, like, I came prepared. Right? I'm not, I didn't go in there, um, you know, unprotected. I had spirit animals. I had archangels. I had all types of deities and whatnot with me. We were going to free this part of me. Well, I'm not leaving without her. And if I have to fight you, we will. Right? And I want to pause there because I want you guys to understand that with a soul retrieval, if you're going to do it on yourself, make sure you are energetically strong enough to do it alone because you might face some hostile ancestral energy, past life energy. You just don't know what you're going to face. Okay. And I don't want any of you to get stuck in that space. I want you to be able to survive it. So make sure that you are in tip-top shape to do that type of soul retrieval on yourself, okay? also want to say, if you don't think that you are strong enough to do it on your own, you make sure you go to someone you feel comfortable doing the work for you, okay? Make sure they know what the fuck they're doing. Because if they don't, they could fuck you up a little bit more. And the last thing we need is someone holding on to a piece of you that belongs to you, but they're holding it because they can. They think they can control you, right? Which, if you don't trust the person, they might be able to, right? Also, make sure they're not overcharging you. The last thing you want to do is spend hundreds of dollars on a fucking soul retrieval. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on a soul retrieval. A soul retrieval at, at, at best is like 45 bucks because it's just a soul retrieval. It's easy enough to do for the right person. If you're getting energy work done with it, that is where the price should go up. That is the only time that price should go up. 
okay? I just want you guys to understand that, but back to what I was saying. So I cut the tie at her ankle and I, I, I cut it and burned it. I was like, we, you're not, I, I need her to be able to run because as soon as all the other ties are cut, we have to run. I have to get her out of there. Okay. That is what spirit told me to do. They said, you cut that tie and you be prepared to run. Well, she has to be able to keep up with me. Well, she can't keep up if her, her ankles tied, right? So I cleared the restraint at her ankle. And I told her, I said, you better be ready to run because as soon as we cut this, we got to go. She goes, deal. And I said, okay, right? And I called in Archangel Michael, but I also saw a lot of other deities and whatnot lining up. I said, one swift uh, swipe and we out. And down came that flaming blue sword and we took off. Okay. There was a battle that I didn't have to fight anymore. It wasn't my battle anymore. I didn't have to keep fighting my mother's ancestors, right? No, well, the ancestors on my maternal side. I didn't have to keep fighting them. That's not my job anymore. My team had me, and I trusted that, and I had faith in that. And I took her, and we got to a safe space. And I put her in some healing water, um, and I, I have that connection built with her, um, via a crystal because you do for soul retrievals it's nice to have a crystal that you use for soul retrievals it's a safer space to put the energy in until it's time to re- reunite it with you with, with your being or with the person that it belongs to um, she's in healing water right now and when I put her in the healing water she said there is one more thing you have to do I said I know it'll happen on Sunday this coming Sunday. I said, it'll, it'll happen. No worries. And she said, well, I can't reunite with you until you do that. I said, I know. So come Sunday afternoon, we will be reunited. Right. And I put her in the healing water with the, the beans that are assisting with that healing. And she said, make sure that you release when it happens I said I can do that now the one thing that I have to do because I know y'all like okay girl what you gonna do what you gonna do um I am cutting my hair off okay most people say oh you know when when women go through this big you know they go through a breakup or whatever they cut their hair off um I'm cutting my hair off for a spiritual reason it's not because of a big breakup or anything like that it is for a spiritual reason it's time for me to heal and move into the next phase of my healing, of walking home barefoot, and that is the inner adult phase. But in order to get there, I have to make room for it. I have to release the bondage. I have to let go, and I'm okay with letting go. I am perfectly fine with change. If you are not okay with change, it's gonna be a little bit more difficult for you. But understand, it's not. sometimes it's not as drastic as cutting your hair off. Sometimes it could be um, just as simple as um, <clears throat> they're going to tell you you need to clean your house up or they're going to tell you change the sheets on your bed or change your purse or some shit like that. It's it's not it's not as drastic all the time. But in this case, it's time for me um, to do it because for years, 
I've been holding on to something that I don't want. I don't like my hair long. It was that my hair was long simply because, you know, a, a teenage thing, right? Where I was told that, you know, uh, nobody's gonna, you know, no guy's gonna like you if you have short hair or um, uh, you, only women, you know, have long hair. You know, you, you're gonna look like a boy. And I remember when I, the first time I cut all my hair off, um, I was slapped twice by my mother. She said she looked like a boy. She said that to my dad. And I just remember what my dad said. My dad goes, no, nah, she looked like a girl to me. I like it. And I told myself, I said, I did right. My dad saw me. He didn't see a boy. He didn't see somebody who was rebelling or anything like that. He saw me. And I and I, honestly, even before he even saw my hair, even before my mother saw my hair, I felt so free. And that inner teen needs to be free. And the way she was held by her hair, um, the length of hair is the same length that I have now. And I've been, it's been bugging me because I kept hearing, okay, you gotta cut your hair. And I'm like, okay, I'll get to it. Now I can't get past it unless, you know, um, I wanna stay stuck. I don't wanna stay stuck. I don't want my money line stuck because if you don't move through this healing phase, you know, through the inner child, inner teen, the inner adult, um, even the inner crone, because there's more levels to it, um, you can feel stuck. It can block your money line. It can block your love line. It can block a lot of shit. I'm not in the mood for it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not in the mood to be blocked any way, shape, or form. I'm in the mood for growth. I'm in the mood for healing. I'm in the mood for being the best version of myself that I can. And shadow work is all about being in the need to be the best version of yourself that you can. And I want you guys to know that it's not easy moving through shadow work, but it is doable and it's worth it. Okay. So the inner child, yeah, you can heal your inner child and relatively quickly, depending on how determined you are. That inner teen, that is going to be your biggest battle. It's going to be your biggest battle. And then getting to that inner adult and inner crone. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not going to rush it either. I'm allowing things to flow as they need to be. And I want you guys to understand that your healing doesn't have to move so fast. It doesn't have to, you don't have to rush it. You will get to where you need to be when it's time. And when spirit says it's time, do not rush it. Don't go looking for all the ways to heal all the things all at once. No, take your time. You deserve time. You deserve patience. You deserve space for your shadow work. And I want you to hold that. I want you to embrace it if you do nothing else you will embrace being patient with yourself it's showing yourself unconditional love because you deserve it and that's what I wanted to talk about today okay so with that being said if you would like a 
you know, more information on silver retrievals and whatnot, I'm sure you can Google it. Um, or if you have any questions, you can shoot me an email, um, sessions with cat at gmail.com. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you can shoot me a message where if you actually have my phone number, you can send me a message and I can, um, get you that information. Um, or any of my services, you can reach out. You know, I can definitely give you information on them. I want you guys to take care of yourself. I want you guys to be more kind to yourself because you deserve it, right? I want you to stay hydrated. I want to make sure you're eating well and you're feeling well and you're doing well. I also want to make sure that you guys know that if no one else cares, I do. And that I love you and I want the best for everybody. But do not smother your fucking inner child or or you'll see yourself relapse, okay? So with all that being said, enjoy your weekend. Have fun. And I wish you all the brightest of blessings. Bye.